Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. You're listening to my friend, Ash Roy. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to ProductiveInsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Productive Insights. In this short tutorial, I'm going to share with you how to identify your highest leverage tasks and increase your effectiveness dramatically. If you're watching this video on YouTube, please feel free to click on the links below the video to access the podcast on iTunes. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, feel free to click on the link in the show notes to access the YouTube video, which I recommend you watch. My name is Ash Roy, and I'm the founder of ProductiveInsights.com. On my website, ProductiveInsights.com, I share useful, actionable tips on how to increase your productivity and take your business to the next level. I specialize in productivity tips and business tips for entrepreneurs who are looking to leverage their business using the internet. So in this short tutorial, we're going to talk about why it's essential to focus on high leverage activities. Then we're going to define them. And the next thing we'll do is look at the key obstacles in identifying and acting on high leverage activities and action steps that you can take to get started right away. So why focus on highest leverage activities? Well, there are many reasons, but the most important ones relate to prioritization and being effective with your to-do list. One, these activities have the biggest impact on your life or business, more than most others. Note, I'm not talking about being busy, but I'm talking about being more effective and getting more output from your day. In terms of the Eisenhower Matrix, which was made popular by Stephen Covey in his four quadrants approach, these high leverage activities fall into the top two quadrants, the urgent and important quadrant and the urgent and not important quadrant. These two quadrants require your attention first. The second reason to focus on high leverage activities is that they allow you to move quickly into a position where you can focus on your strengths and outsource or delegate those tasks that don't give you energy. The third reason to focus on high leverage activities is that it stops you from having the illusion that being busy equals being effective. Being busy is almost never the answer, but getting results is. Focusing on your high leverage activities will get you there. It will get you to a point where you're earning a higher income faster, you're increasing your business profitability, and this will enable you to hire high quality talent that will take your business to the next level, which will free you up even further so you can focus on tasks that add most value to your business, increase your profitability and energize you. So what are high leverage activities? Well, typically these activities for you are those that make the biggest impact on your business and the activities only you can do. So by way of contrast, low leverage activities can be done by others and they usually require a high amount of energy for relatively low amount of results. Note, this is from your perspective. So for example, I don't enjoy doing video and audio editing, but I do work with a video and audio editor who absolutely loves it. That activity gives him a lot of energy and he does a great job at it. For him, that is a high leverage activity, which energizes him. It's quite the opposite with me. And that's why I outsource the task to him. High leverage activities for me would be strategizing with my client on how to take his or her business to the next level, creating systemic productivity solutions for my clients, etc. Let's take a salesperson, for example. For a salesperson, a high leverage activity would be spending more customer facing time as opposed to processing documents, which should be done by a sales support team. Let's look at another example. An entrepreneur would use her time most effectively by hiring high quality staff. 
This is an example of a task that only she can do and that she can't delegate, certainly not in the initial stages. So what are the key obstacles when it comes to identifying highest leverage activities and acting on them? Very often, but not always, they're difficult tasks that we've been putting off. One of the biggest obstacles to moving into high leverage activities is the fear of letting go of tasks that are easy and familiar. These activities often involve a lot of planning. The best way to overcome the obstacles to moving into the high leverage activities is to visualize the results from performing them and realizing how much of a difference they can make to your business. Another way to galvanize yourself into action and get you to start working on the highest leverage activities is to plan a reward system for achieving milestones along the way. Now, incentivizing yourself through a good reward system can be particularly effective because when it comes to complex tasks, recognizing your achievements along the way can be very powerful and very motivating. So what are the action steps? The action steps are to make a list of all the activities you're going to be doing in the next week or month. I prefer to work in weekly chunks, but it's always good to have a 30-day plan and a 90-day plan. Next to the list, create a second column where you can estimate the dollar impact or any other metric of your choosing, where you can assess how much each task or activity is going to impact your business. Now, it's very important here not to get caught up in too much analysis. Just high level estimates are enough. You just need a ballpark figure to get some direction. Don't overanalyze this part. One of the best metrics to use is a dollar impact and that is profit, not revenue, because your dollar profit figure assesses the net impact on your business after costs have been taken into account. It looks at how much that activity contributes to your bottom line. And the final step is to start working on the activity that contributes most to your bottom line profit figure and then move on to the next activity and the next and the next and so on. I hope you found this useful. For more actionable insights and valuable productivity and business tips, head over to ProductiveInsights.com and subscribe so you never miss out on any future updates. If you found this information useful, please share it with three or more friends and don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. Your referral is the ultimate compliment. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today?